Hello, mother funkers. Hello, you muddy funsters. We are... Arguing about rats. Arguing about rats. We've just got to stop it. Okay, when was the last time? Be honest. Because no, well, why shouldn't they be? I've got squirrels. I've got birds. It's just wildlife out there. Anyway, why, why should they just be subjected to the sewers? <laughs> well, I just don't think rats live in sewers. I think they live in... You know, I don't have a problem with the rats, is all I'm saying. Okay. I'm just saying... She's I, very reluctant to come to my house because of cat fat. I know, I don't mind coming to the house. I just won't step outside. But anyway, hello, hello, hello. How's your week been, Shirley? <laughs> it's been a nice week, actually, because we did the show, didn't we, on Tuesday, early on in the week. Such a late night for us, wasn't it? Oh, my gosh. I just, it's really thrown me off It was on at 9.15, and I'm usually in bed at 9.30, so you can imagine, and there's sort of adrenaline throughout the day because they called us in at 3 in the afternoon, and it's just, it's a very long day, isn't it? And we're, not, we're, not, we're not as young as we used to be. We're not, but I also felt that, I mean, I have to say, we came off stage and half past ten, and there wasn't one civilised person to talk to. Everyone was absolutely battered. Or they ran for their train. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, there's so many people, oh, I just got, just got to go, and then so many texts, sorry I couldn't stay, had to dash, because that's what we're like now. People have, you know, people are living on the outskirts of London, people have children, people are tired. Yeah, we're geriatric, we're geriatric mums. But, on the upside, it was a very good show. It's good to be back at the Soho Theatre. They look triumph. after us beautifully there. An absolute triumph. It was fun, wasn't it? No, I enjoyed. And that, I that's enjoyed. Nice. When, you, when you set off the week like then, you go, that went well. Because, of course, a lot of, believe it or not, guys, but a lot of sort of, you know, time, energy, anxiety, all the rest goes into these shows of ours. So when you know you've done a good job, you can just go, that's it. That's it. Take the rest of the week off. Absolutely. Thank you very I, much. I mean, I've been thinking it's Friday for the last four days. I have been manically trying to get things sorted for my son's school. Um, you know, now that he's got into the church school, could not be happier. But just things that I, I'm not... Apparently, the after-school clubs go live on the first day that they break up, i.e. in July, end of July. Um, so I've missed them all. Mm. But don't worry, because in at the half-term in October... I can then, you know, but you've got to be so organised. You've got yeah, to have that yeah. finger on the pulse. And yeah. I, as you know, I'm not. I've got to no, download the app. I know, I know. I, was, I'm not one of those mothers. You're it's quite good. With, no, I'll not really set the alarm. And, you know, I just look, I go, oh, all the places have gone. I mean, it's the same with Soho House when they have all the events and the screenings yeah, and the whatnot. you've got to be on it. You have to set your clock. And I never do. So things are always fully booked. Yeah. I never get the tickets, you know. I, 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 don't, I don't get the Glastonbury ticket. That's not I never have done. But what are we going to do? Get a PA? Well, we're not using after... Because um, how am I going to know which ones I want in advance? What do you mean? The after-school club. So why I'm would not you gonna, not know? But why would I know? For, why would I know every day? You know, I, I don't know what... Why can't I just pick up my kid at 3.15 and then look after him? What am I doing after school? Well, he might want to do football on a Wednesday or volleyball on Tuesday or sort of cooking on a Thursday as a, sort of just an extra string to his bow. I it's see, not always. I see what you mean. You see what I mean? It's not always about you ch- not being able to make it. It's about him actually learning something else. Um, or two birds, one just, stone. Just making his um, school day even longer. But also for you, it's fine because you are literally a stone's throw away from your school. So what we have, what we have currently is he'll have, sw- but this is all extracurriculum. Have swimming on Tuesday evenings. If we get our place, he'll have mighty kickers on Thursdays, and then he'll have um, the 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 theatre. Whatever. What is your son at? Stagecoach. To have stagecoach. Well, the then weekend. you don't need anything else. You're sorted. We don't have anything sorted. But anyway, my point is, I'm trying to organise the uniform. But the uniforms are lovely. A, he's in a sort of navy tracksuit, which I think is fine. They're Sweet. Pretty, but they're pretty cheap. Jockers eight quid. Oh, yeah. Jumpers a tenner. It's lovely. 
Not bad. I swear in our day, school uniform was really expensive. So expensive. My brother had to go and get his from Harrods. Yes. And we had to get ours from John Louis, yeah, was it? Yeah, I think it was John Lewis, yeah. Yeah, and I remember it was, a, you know, we were always sort of scratching around for second hands and, you know, buying. It was expensive. It's but expensive. we couldn't stray, as in, we have to stick to the colours. The viscous skirt. But, you know, it had to oh. be a viscous skirt. It had to be that viscous v-neck. Do you remember? Oh, so I don't know what cheap. man-made materials went into that viscous v-neck. Highly flammable. Highly flammable with the gold trim. And, 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 and static. You know, static. if you scratched your really long nails at the time, everyone yeah. had really long talons. It was, a, it was all the rage in the 90s to have really long, sort of flaky talons. If that's scratched against your nylon, that's it. You're up in flames. And if you kept that jumper for more than 12 years, it sort of had a, a sort of a shiny sheen. sheen. Yeah, a sheen. shiny sheen. Yeah. yeah. You could see your own reflection. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have to say those uniforms are horrible. So anyway, for the first year reception, he's in tracksuit. I'm really happy about it. And my friend told me about a stamp that you can get. Yes. Do you know names. about it? Yeah, yeah. But it's all over Instagram. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I've got that as opposed to, well, I've just doing stitching, haven't I? Yeah. I actually want to go back to the stitching. Why? Well, I Darling. just think... Um, Darling, we're recording now, my love. We've... You need a one. Needs a poo. Okay. Well, okay. All right. Just just hold, hold the line there. Shelley will entertain you and I'll just... Um, I've brought my four-year-old over today because obviously he's not at school yet. And so what we're doing is we're sort of running errands together, mummy's errands in the morning. And in the afternoon slash lunchtime, we do something fun for him. And on the whole, I have to say... He's pretty good, but every now and then you do know he's there. Every Yesterday, now and then he needs a poo. every now and then he needs a poo, which I think is fine. Well, he did go to the loo five minutes ago. We did make sure that he relieved himself. But anyway, yesterday I took him with me to have a smear test. You had a smear. I had you're, a smear. Oh, right, okay. He came with me. It's great. Did he see up your? Vagine? No, he didn't, because there was a curtain, and also he, he didn't have the stalls. No, but also he's at the age where he understands, but he doesn't care. You know, he had his magazine in there with him. I went in there, tried to make small talk with the nurse, and. Um, off I went. I'm just saying, morning chores for Mama, afternoon chores, I might take them to the playground. Now these are my late... Oh, you might need a bum wipe. Go on, you tell them. No, I, I am going to reverse. So effing boring, especially for those um, listeners out there who don't have children. I was just showing um, Shelley my labels. <laughs> At the show, I would say that about 50 to 60% of our audience were childless. What their plans for having ch children in the future, I do not know. But isn't that interesting? And a lot of them were sort of millennials. I don't know whether I, as a millennial, as a childless millennial, would have gone to see a show called Geriatric Mums with two middle-aged women on the poster looking like they'd been dressed by Debenhams. I don't know that I would have gone to see that show. I don't know what that says about me. So I'm always very surprised. Don't get me wrong, I'm grateful. But mainly surprised. She's back. Now, do you know about the, the shroom boom? The shroom boom. Um, if you're going to start talking to me about mushrooms, I am. Um, it's yeah. I, I'm fully aware of the shroom boom. But it's huge now. We are in the grip of psychedelic mania. I mean, apparently Prince Harry talked about it and said it was a fundamental part of his life um, when he was talking about um, it's your mate, Gabor Mate. Ah, oh, Gabor Mate. But nowadays, because back in the day, 60s and 70s, we sort of go, yeah, whatever. If that's what you need to do, do it, along with your LSDs and whatever. But nowadays, it's not only become acceptable, but it's also been very, very fashionable. 
But it's also medicinal and it yes. has been proven. So there is lots of um, medical research behind um, mushrooms. And I sort of got interested in it because of my head. And I looked into it and people, in- including health professionals, were suggesting sort of microdosing. But that's what I was going to ask um, you. Would you be, are you tempted? I've got up there, I've got... Um, I've got mushrooms in tincture form up there that I was taking, but uh, my 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 guy who makes up the tinctures took out, took out the hallucinogenics, and I think it's important that the hallucinogenics are in, and then you microdose, which is you get to the point before you hallucinate, so you take it every day. But some people like to take it just above, so that you get a little bit of that. And um, medical research, I think it even at King's here. Um, really, really helps um, microdosing mushrooms with things like depression yes. and neurological yes. um, disorders. Uh, it's been proven, so yeah, um, but it still is illegal in this country, so that's the interesting point. So you have to either grow your own mm. or you order it off the internet and it comes. Deep but dark many, web. Yeah, you go on the dark web, but mainly people are growing it... Uh, at home so that's the I'm surprised you don't have any growing out there actually well listen if I just had five minutes I I have so um, many hopes and dreams I really do but just just the allotments by yours I was looking around the the other day so many lovely allotments around here you know when I first moved here now nearly five years ago and I put my name down they said oh there's a 10 year wait I said I can't be asked." now look five years has already gone so you didn't put your name down no annoyingly I didn't because another five both kids will be at school and be nice for me to have little cheeky allotment yeah growing my mushrooms I'd put it down now yeah maybe maybe So, the mm. UK's first successful womb transplant. I saw that this week. A sister. Sister, sister to a sister. Sister to a 40-year-old to a 34-year-old. And um, it's very moving, actually, because I'm assuming... We don't know they want to remain anonymous, so we don't know the background, but I'm assuming the 40-year-old sister has had her children. Yes, or, she has. Or, yeah. And then passing on her womb, which I don't imagine is a sort of, you know straightforward operation i imagine yeah. there's she'll be left scarred with some issues there and yeah it's um the womb is functioning properly and uh, perfectly rather and she's had her first period ever two weeks after surgery really it's incredible isn't it and it's terrifying imagine never never having had a period and then suddenly at the age of 34 getting a period and then going i'm having my period and then with hope to me being able to conceive do you see what i mean or carrying yeah, yeah, rather yeah no, it's, it is um, amazing. It's amazing. Of course, there's all the trans debate now. It's like how long before trans women can have their piece of the pie. But of course, it's a different anatomy. So they're yeah, looking yeah, to yeah. different 10. Yeah, Shirley's going, yeah, yeah, we don't discuss that sort of thing on Motherfuck. No, we but, it's, but it's I just 10 think 10 we're going to go around years. the circles. No, no, no. But we won't say anything much sensible and then we might end up arguing. Yeah. So that's another 10 to 20 years before that might be possible. So there's going to be all sorts of crazy shit going on by the time our children are grown up. It's amazing how the world moves so fast and leaves us, all, us old dinosaurs behind. But it will happen. So I know I've gone on to you about this before this week, but I've been watching something called The Sixth Commandment. She hasn't stopped going on about it. Two elderly, respectable people... Um, the story is it's a true story that's the reason why I was so gripped and so wound up and so saddened but it's a story about two elderly respectable people who were manipulated into a relationship with a young buck Benfield I don't know if that's his real name or if that's just the name in the in the programme I think it is well actually I don't know Um, because this is a true story it's a true story yeah so basically he gets accused of murder for one 
and gaslighting and manipulating the other one. It's four eps, an hour long. As, yeah, it's based on a real story. It's amazing, though. I mean, and you get the idea that these two people are so lovely. So the people, the actors are Timothy Spall and Anne Reed. You know, solid. Oh, yeah, love them. Love solid. Them and, you know, the elderly guy um, who he pretends to be in love with is an English lecturer, really lovely, never been in a relationship before, just everyone loves him but keeps himself to himself, incredibly bright, lovely, you know, everything you can, you'd want. And then um, his neighbour, this is what's so amazing, he then went and had a relationship with the neighbour who was a retired primary school teacher, again, never been married, never really been in a relationship well, you pick, one. you know, you pick your targets oh. that you're likely to be able to manipulate. You know, you're not going to... It's Someone who's never been in a relationship is going to be amazed if someone come, comes up to them and offers yeah. them love and... No matter the sort of, yeah, the age gap or... Listen, I have to say, it's really worth a watch. The young buck is 27. Is it going to wind me up, though? Yeah, but watch it. It's good. Ina Hardwick, or Aina, E-A-N-N-A. He's Irish. Aina? Aina? Aina. Hardwick and actually he is excellent he's very very good and um, really really does play the part incredibly well so that's definitely worth a watch I've been watching 15 Love highly addictive viewing what's it on? it's on Prime Video okay got four stars in The Guardian and you've probably seen it ad- uh, advertised everywhere about the um, well, 15 Love gives away the theme a little bit tennis set in the world of tennis which is really quite lovely because they i think they filmed it last year and in wimbledon you can you you notice um you can recognize places in west london you know Kew and whatnot but just sunny all the way through it's really nice aiden turner i don't know him plays the tennis coach accused of sexual assault and ella lily highland plays the ex-tennis star and everyone's raving about her saying this is her you know, amazing breakthrough role. She's only 25. I'm about to say, she sounds young. Uh, she's really young and she's, she carries the film, really, to be honest. Um, and, oh my gosh, it's just so interesting. It's just so, so interesting about manipulation and control and lies and, you know, really, really, really sort of quite delicious. Um, so I recommend that. Yeah, well, you know, it's not, it's not terribly highbrow. But, you know, neither are we. Nor are we. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, no, I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited about that, Shirley. Thank you for that recommendation. Elton John mm. um, um, has thrown a bash on his uh, on a £21 million super yacht. Saint-Trop, He's yeah. in Saint-Trop. And, you know... Bear in mind that this has 18 guests. He's He has 18 guests because there's eight bedrooms en suites, of course. Why would you share a shitter? Um, and I just couldn't quite believe that one of his guests... If you only have 18 guests and you're Elton John and obviously David Furnish has to come... Yeah, but hopefully they do share a room. Sure, You don't need a sure. separate room for... David. I know, but that's still 18 okay. in eight rooms. Yeah. Why would one of your guests be David Williams? Listen, you're asking the wrong person, but also, uh, you don't know what their relationship is. Yeah, I know, but really. Well, listen, when you get your super yacht, can I just tell you something about yachts? I actually don't rate them. I really don't. So I stayed with my godfather recently in Cannes, and we were there looking out, and he has an amazing house, literally, in Gauvechouin, so you can look out over onto the Côte d'Azur. It's amazing. And I'm looking at these huge yachts, and I'm thinking, it just doesn't do it for me. Listen. Does it do it for you? It's really difficult because now, obviously, if I went on a boat, I'd get feel very unwell. 
and um, there's heavy doors. But there, there was the a time. The there was a time where I really, really enjoyed really? it. I spent five days out in the Egyptian Sea, in the Red Sea, on a yacht, and which actually belonged to the King of Jordan's cousin. We had the Gosh, absolute time. They were We'd the glory go, days. Oh, they were, weren't they? Yeah. And um, we'd go fishing and then the chef would cook our fish and we'd sleep on deck. See, I understand all that it. sounds great. I understand the onboard sort of stuff and all that stuff sounds great. But what I'm saying is I do a day trip. There's no need to stay on it. And they cost so much money to maintain. To I just, they, they just don't do it for me. Do you know that one of my very, very good friends, and you know her, um, who, who shall not be named, used to clean super yachts. And she said she had to go around with a toothbrush. To clear, I mean, she says the cleaning was on another level on these boats. Sure, because basically people who own these boats are, you know, absolutely Yeah, they were given toothbrushes to clean. But what I'm saying to you is, yeah, wouldn't give me yeah. the window. Now, no. Sadly, I uh, even I have never been to Greece and not gone on a boat. And this was the only year where I said I But you're taking your boat going. out and then you're coming, dun- dun- mm. dunking in the mm. ocean and coming back. Mm-hmm. That I understand. But what I'm saying is the cost of actually having and owning a yacht and, have, you know... I understand it's glamour, but it's not for me. So if you're thinking of a little quick birthday prosy, don't bother. But thank you. And your winner, winner, Shirley. Me winner, winner is, um, well, I have to say, I mean, it's not really anything to do with me, but you know, I was telling you last week about um, the Willing Partners show Wilderness. Yes. So it's Amazon Prime Wilderness. It's now going to be released September the 15th. Well, the teaser has been um, cut to Taylor Swift's Look What You Made Me Do. Great tune. You know that tune tune we love? Very good tune. We've we've used it in a Shirley and Shirley show. Anyway, because there are so many crazy Taylor Swift fans, this teaser of The Willing Partners has been getting millions and millions of hits which is just really super exciting. Yeah, excellent. And it just goes to show, like, if you, you know, you marry with a, with, a, with a talent like Taylor Swift, you know, it's amazing what it can do. It started giving me ideas for Shirley and Shirley. I have to say, though, she's huge, isn't she, Taylor oh, Swift? she is mahoose. And, um... Can't, apart from the song that you just mentioned, I can't think of another song. Can you? Oh, my gosh. There's, no, no, no. You, you'll know. You'll def- don't, well, don't put me on the spot now, but that you will definitely, definitely... How about that one? Um, uh, it's me... I, I'm the problem, it's me. At tea time, everybody agrees. No, okay, sure, sure. It's one of my son's favourite songs and he always just sings that line. No. It's me, I, I'm the problem, it's me. No. Always makes us laugh. That's one, Romeo and Juliet. Oh no, forget it, forget it. She won't know, she's looking at me with just boss-eyed. Me and Julio um, down by the Julio. No, not that one. Call me all ten things somewhere I can be alone. I'll love you, and that's all I really know. Nope, sure. Don't make me sing. Just don't make me sing. Shirley actually sings in the show. We were talking about it this week. We go, actually, it's hilarious the fact that we most insist. shows you insist on singing. Singing but and it dancing. It sound very well, singing. Well, Believe it or not, guys. I know, I know. Well, I don't do karaoke anymore, so I've got a captive audience. Just get my And also we do it for laughs, don't we? We do it for laughs. Yeah, we don't do it for skill. My winner winner is the fact that I am... I don't know, basically the school. I mean, what made me laugh this week, I did get a letter through saying, okay, just a couple of dates for September. There's a phonics class meeting. um, Their parents' drinks meeting, Cadogan Gardens. There's a grandparents' afternoon. Sweet. Isn't it? I think that is really sweet. 
So yeah, I am excited about it. I just, I am going to have to try my hardest to be a really organised mum. I just know that Act 1, Scene 1, I'm already on the first day when he's going in. Well, I can, it's a half day and I can drop him off. But what I can't do is meet for the lunch. All the parents are meeting for the lunch at 12 o'clock. I'm not going to be able to be there because I'm doing something else. But I'm going to, my, my husband, not non-husband, is going to take the day off work. And what I thought would be a really nice thing to do... One minute, darling, we are still recording. See, we're still recording. So no noise, please. I thought what would be a quite nice thing to do is to pick him up early, have lunch, and then take him to the Lion King, because he's been desperate to go. Interesting that you're taking him to the Lion King now. Why? Because where, because Marnie said, what do you think about... Because I've seen the Lion King, brilliant. Love it. Um, What do you think about the Lion King? And I say, just wait until they're six. I think it's a really good age. But he already knows all the songs because of Stagecoach. And my husband has showed him some of the clips from the show. He's the story really nicely. And he knows the film very well inside out. Okay, take him. Take him. And also, I think it's a nice thing to do on the day. Go, well done, you've done half a day. You're a big boy now. Go and see a show. It's just my neighbour took her kids in there. Six and whatever, 11. And she said, oh my gosh, it definitely was worth waiting. Okay, well, let's see. Early. I'll go. I can be the guinea pig and see how you get on. It's, it's still long, but then he's done Mary Poppins, isn't yeah. he? No, to be honest, mine does long shows as well. Yeah, I think it's fine. Anyway, I'll let you know how I get on. Have I done a winner-winner? That was my winner-winner. Uh, yeah, dead school dad? was your winner-winner. Oh, dad? just the lack of time and the fact the workload of everything at the same time, you know. I'm a mother. I'm a father. I'm You're a, a lover. lover. I'm a dealer. You're a sinner. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. I actually am a saint. And we're back at church this Sunday. <laughs> We're going to be giving out the hymn book and putting out the... And I'm very happy. I'm actually really happy to be back there. Because it felt sad that we were separated. No, you're back in the... Back in. Back in the um, warm embrace of the good Lord. And as you say, Shirley, you know, um, with God in your vessel, you can smile Smile at the storm. storm. Yeah. Um, Thank you very much for tuning... Oh, do you want to have a dinner? Oh, no, please. We can't just keep dipping in and out. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in to Tune Out. We... It's going to be the school... School soon. Yeah. We can bore you on, bore you off some more about that. Goodbye. Bye for now. Ciao. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson. Produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.